You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello? Hello, Robots in Disguise fans, and welcome to another episode of AfterBuzz TV's Robots in Disguise After Show. For the Disney fans in the audience, you can uh, (laughs) probably recognize what we're opening up to. And for those of you who haven't been, it's the Haunted Mansion, because I figure that's totally appropriate. Because we are covering episode 15, Even Robots Have Nightmares. (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, that's a great great title to walk into. It is a great title to walk into. (laughs) Joining me on the panel today, we have Alexis the Wrecker Taurus. You can find me on... No, just kidding. You can find me all over the interwebs as ATaurus890. And also, fun fact, I have never been to Disneyland, so I don't know... Ever? I went, I think, when I was three, but I can't remember anything. Oh, so man. whenever I go, it'll be like my first experience. Oh, my goodness. Well, I have to get someone to sign you in. Yeah. 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 I've seen, it's funny because I've seen the ride on the internet. Right. Of course. <laughs> of course. Gotta love the internet. Yes. Yeah. Uh, speedster Emma Fife. Hello. You can find me on Twitter at Emma Fife. And thank you so much to Sound Drive Rights, who says that uh, their sister is a big fan of mine. Yay. <laughs> Michelle, the Minicon Cullen. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, I'm Michelle Cullen. I'm filling in for Megan the Menguin Salinas. Uh, you can find me on my recently created Twitter, which is <laughs> Michelle underscore Cullen, because it's super creative. <laughs> and I am Katie Kia Prime Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Kia J. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. Lord Megantron is not with us today. She's out doing a soul-searching hike somewhere in the badlands of Cybertron. Where, uh, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> we're not sure when she'll be back, but, but she'll... She it'll happen. Yeah. yeah. Probably, anyway. <laughs> It's unconfirmed at this point. Exactly. (laughs) So, what did we think of this episode? I have to tell you, I love this trope, this, uh, you know format where basically it's something that we would see a lot I feel like in 90s cartoon shows where mm-hmm. there was always an episode where everybody ended up in a haunted house or, so, oh, or something yeah, like yeah. that oh, and that yeah. was basically what this episode was the equivalent of so I went into it immediately being 100% <laughs> on board and I was not disappointed I really uh, enjoyed I'm it. I'm so glad that you brought that up because I was like, I feel like I'm back in like you know Saturday morning <laughs> yeah. Cartoons, yeah. cereal you know Reese's Puffs and just you know sitting there going crazy like that was awesome. Yeah. This episode. Can you still get Reese's Puffs? You can. You can. Yeah. Oh it's yeah. Oreo that have gone the way of the dough. Yeah, yeah. But I actually got cinnamon, the French toast cinnamon. Oh, toast. Oh, my back. <laughs> My important. <laughs> just my 90s. <laughs> I enjoyed this episode a lot. I do have yeah. to say I didn't enjoy it as much as last week's, but last week set a super high bar. That's awesome. No, yeah, yeah, I would agree. Last week's episode was exceptional, but this week was really good, and I didn't feel that 
we devolved into some of the things we sometimes see happening in these episodes that are frustrating. Like, this still felt like, okay, this could happen after Mm -hmm. the last episode. And it understood it had a sense of drama. It knew how to balance it with levity. This episode was very well put together. Mm -hmm. And it was nice to see Denny and Russell back and interacting. We got the whole team back together. I know. And it's going to be great. And also, I I was mentioning to this to these guys, to these guys earlier that I accidentally saw the episode before uh, after this yes. one. And all I'm gonna say is the creepy doesn't stop. Oh Alexis, God. you rule breaker. <laughs> I, I thought I was watching the right one, and I was like, oh no, go back, go back, go back. But no, seriously, nope, 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 nope. yeah, it was just yeah. a lot of just backspace. But no, but I'm also I like that this episode, and when you guys see the next episode, they really work together, and it it, it just blew my mind. Oh, good because we definitely got one thing in this episode that was like, okay, okay. Tell me more. What? Oh, the next con is going to be the thing of your nightmares. Like, I'm so excited. I don't know. We've already had Legion of Spiders, no, and that's the thing yeah. of my nightmares. No, yeah. this one definitely topped Legion of Spiders for me. Really? Well, we'll just have to wait till next I know, episode. I know. I'm just excited. No spoilers, Alexis. I'm Come on. Watch them when they air. Right? <laughs> so, I'm just saying. I'm super excited. But the one thing I did like was just the fact of one Grimlock was hysterical this episode. Yeah, there's a reason I brought a little cat on the table. <laughs> yeah, I brought my Grimlock, and I brought this little calico yes. cat thing that I got in Japan because mm-hmm. I feel like he should Grimlock. be facing like that way. Like running away. Yeah, running away. I just wish we could put his, like, hands all the way up because I love his little scared, like, So we start this episode with Russell feeding the cutest cat known to man. So cute. It looked like the littlest pet shop cat. It It was so cute. You know know that was the point. (laughs) I mean, that's also Hasbro, Hasbro. yeah. Yeah. I think it's the little girls who watch this show, right? Yeah. I think as soon as we saw it, we were both like, aww, (laughs) kitty. And it was doing the little... I'm like, yes. (laughs) And evidently Grimlock is scared of domesticated earth animals and doesn't do cute. Yes, though we didn't actually find that out until later when he was, we didn't find out it was specifically that he was scared until later when he was hallucinating. Mm, In that moment, it was just like, I don't know, Grimlock doesn't like cats for some reason. It's weird. But then we find out later that he is terrified of them. Some people have no taste. (laughs) (laughs) I just adopted a cat, so I'm kind of doing the whole thing possessive thing right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why Grimlock is my favorite because I've actually always had a hard time with cats growing up. So yeah. I'm always, oh. my family's just a dog person. So just, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not like deathly afraid of them, but I, I totally have that moment where like, if a cat just hisses, I'm like, <laughs> run away. <laughs> well, at that point, the cat's already angry. Yeah, exactly. This one was happy to be there. Oh, yeah. so adorable. So I loved him. He just wanted to be friends. I know, especially with, you know, him hanging off a tree and whatnot. Yeah, just that, was a, that was the worst place to run to. Cats climb trees. Yeah. yeah. It's just... Well, yeah. and it's Grimlock, and yeah. he's bigger than the tree in question. Yeah. So it's not- <laughs> I would yeah, like to we- bring up that, uh, while we're on the topic of cats, that uh, Omega Wave uh, Renegade mm-hmm. in the chat says that uh, uh, he or she, I'm sorry, I don't know if you're a boy or a girl, uh, remembers that uh, somebody said that the, the Cybertronians didn't like cats because things with um, big eyes remind them of scraplets. So they're basically oh, just yeah, yeah just said. justifying why uh, Grimlock is afraid Michael. of cats. I don't know, but everybody wow. else in the chat seems to agree. They're like, oh yeah, totally, I heard that too, so I'm just going to roll with it. Okay, right. well someone <laughs> in the chat roll, please okay, someone in the chat roll, please put a link on Twitter because yeah, we can please. actually see yeah. Twitter comments, but the chat roll dis- 
disappears yeah, into it goes the ether once it's posted. So um, it use, the, use the Twitter hashtag, ABTVRID. I am checking the hashtag. I am if also you, checking yay, the hashtag. Yay, so many hashtag monitors. So if you have something fun to say, if you've got a question or a comment, throw it in there. You may well get a shout out. Same with the live chat, as we've already seen. But yeah, no, seriously, if anyone has the link for that, please put it on Twitter because yeah, I read we it. got to I want to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we turn into a horror movie night. And awesome. I have to say that I love the bots reacting to human culture. It was so great. Yes. I, I mean, uh, uh, oh my gosh. Last time we had, you know, Sons of Anarchy, Road Warrior, whatever the heck. Yeah, it whatever was, they were the watching. Gang. And this time we have a horror movie and Russell laying down that. I don't get scared. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Yeah, it's going to come back around yep. before the end of the episode. Yep. Anytime yep. anyone says that. Chekhov's bravado. Yep. It all it all goes around. I did like uh, Sideswipe's uh, comment did. during it the movie where, uh, well, then, then you then 10 you, minutes yeah. straight. Doesn't she ever stop to breathe? <laughs> that's the funny thing is I think that every single time I'm like, did she, did she take a breath? What are we on a loop? Like, what's happening? Yeah. yeah. We're on a loop. It was, it was funny how they called out like real world horror movie tropes oh, yeah. in mm-hmm. the in the process process of this. And then, of course, later, when all of the bots mm-hmm. band together to try to scare Russell, because he's so adamant about the fact oh that he word, doesn't get scared, so and Grimlock dresses as Leatherface. Yeah, and I was like, is that a tie? It's, part, like, I know. Know. It's, it's actually part Jason, too, with yeah. the burlap sack. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I kind of thought, just based on the tie colors, that it was a little tribute to Freddy Krueger. Like, he's yeah. trying yeah. to tie yeah. it all in. I was just, like, just throw whatever him on. Oh, he tied. So watching this with Megan and her being like, and this is like this horror icon because this, and it's like yeah. Leatherface yeah. because the apron, she and it's like it Jason all. because this. And I'm like, do you want me to pause this so you can end <laughs> before we move on? That's adorable. But it's great. And yeah, watching them try to prank Russell. And right. Strongarm had the right idea. So yeah. Gross. But watching Sideswipe come up as a zombie, and I'm just like, Dark Energon, oh god. Mm-hmm. It was a, like, it was a little too real. With it, but if you've seen Prime and lived through all of that, yeah. it's like, this is not okay. I am yeah. not ready to go back into zombie territory. That, oh, nope, that was so nope. creepy. I, I wasn't ready for that. But I also just loved how... Uh, even though Strongarm was in the dirt and she looked like she was chopped up into pieces, you could see the divots where I she know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My favorite part of the whole thing was, though, when Grimlock forgot yes. the plan. <laughs> when he sees Sideswipe, and uh, not Sideswipe, uh, Strongarm, when she's all buried underneath the um, rubble, and she's acting as if she has been chopped into pieces. Okay? And so Grim is approaching her, and, he and he's trying through the axe. I know, and he's, <laughs> he's trying to do the whole, like, multiple horror icon thing, but he sees her, and he's like, <gasps> Strong arm! Oh what no! What happened? It was a prank. And I, like face palmed. I was just like side <sighs> moment that I had is where did the giant axe come from? Like I feel the local it, Paul Bunyan exhibit. The it's just someone there, turned it in. I was gonna say I actually didn't question any of the costume pieces <laughs> because who knows what Danny has in it's that so scrapyard? I mean, he's got weird beaver, squirrel, unclear statues. Like I'm sure he has some giant axes somewhere too. Where was that? The first episode, the, uh, the like squirrel beaver creatures that underbite wanted to eat. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. I forgot so now. he eats the squirrel. And- <laughs> 
<laughs> things that I cannot say with a straight face. Yep. Even how many months later? Like four? Days? <laughs> yeah. Oh and then we have the missing piece of Legion of Spiders show. Yes! Up. Chop yes. Chop finally comes back yes. around. That was awesome, and by the way. immediately gets wiped out by an unseen con. Because, <laughs> you know, why not? Why not? Why not? It was perfect. And we talked about this a bit. Talking about uh, Night Strike and how he sees things. Mm-hmm. We were trying to figure out how does he track people? Is it mm-hmm. motion? Is it... And given what we see from his point of view, I honestly think he tracks Energon signatures. Yeah, yeah I think so too. Why he picked up one piece of Chop Shop and not everyone yep. in mm-hmm. the stasis pod. Exactly. they wouldn't pick up on the signature if Makes they're sense. in the stasis pod. Totally. And I, and I mean, we see from that character as well that his sonar attack only affects other bots like it it doesn't it affect like, humans yeah, yeah. Yeah. so i think that, that that is a that is a very logical theory katie and i love that they <laughs> stuck with that yeah like yeah. no it only affects bots <laughs> denny's just having a really really bad day yeah. he was just really excited that he found the exit it's pretty much that yeah. yeah but they have to go explore the caves and find the con did, signals did and i love that go ahead no did anybody else look when when denny was up against like the wall doing his mission impossible thing that he was doing a cronk uh theme song he's that, making like, his own theme music <laughs> yes i'm so glad i was knocked out for this uh, <laughs> I love that he could see like dinosaur bones at the bottom. And I was like, yeah, Predacon bones, yeah, something. Like, totally. I was going like, uh, discovery. No, we're not gonna say anything. Okay, no, cool. That's fine. We're just gonna move All right, on. We're just gonna move on. Okay. Yep. I just, I know the gag is dinosaurs, and we had dinosaur footprints and yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. seriously, no Predacon yeah. bones, guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I agree. I think that's exactly what it is. Because, I mean, we have seen throughout this show that they give us just, like, those little bits. And they don't address them. They just have them. They're subtle. They kind of gloss over them. And we all go, no, wait! <laughs> Come back! Is that a heavy implication or a gag that we're overanalyzing? Yeah. I think so. Half just half poking a the other. Stick. Yeah. Like, they'll really like this. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to take it away. <laughs> See, fix its backstory. Uh, <laughs> yes. But we're getting there. Ca- exploring the caves. At how much paint did they get from the ranger station? Right? That's what that I was about I know. Like episode four. And I know. it keeps coming up. Was, maybe they went back and just took everything. I know. And we just didn't see it. I'm sorry. Maybe. This ranger station seemed to have an awful lot of paint. Like, what, yes. does, what does the ranger station need all of this paint for? You know what happens. The rangers restock. And then they come by and go, oh, there's more paint. And yep, take it. And, and they the just rangers take it. come back like, what where's our paint? paint? What, what are they going to Costco for all this paint? That's a lot of paint. That is a lot. <laughs> yes. Yes, Costco. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Roz Mystico, one in the chat while we're on the topic of uh, paint, did bring up, hey, girls, they used the glowing paint again. Continuity. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that works. Yep. We're very proud that they have that. <laughs> I also it's it. worth. Robots in Disguise is really good at internal continuity. Yeah. Absolutely. The same way that Prime was. Very so much so. I love that. Thank you for making sense. Yes. Yay. I did love uh, when they were using the glowing paint to sort of mark their trails in the caves. How <laughs> Denny very clearly was like... All right, everyone's going to mark your path, and we're all going to have our own unique symbols. Mine is going to be a D in a circle. <laughs> and everyone else is just like, okay, go. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I did love that Sideswipe basically graffitied his, his face. face on the wall. Yeah, it's just like, oh, so sad, Sideswipe. But what, what what was Bumblebee's? Was it just an arrow? Bumblebee's was almost like a carrot, like a side yeah. C-A-R-A-T, sideways yeah. arrow. And then Strongarm yeah. did the arrow with the tail. And okay. Yeah. Did, and did, 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 I don't think Grimlock even got a chance to put anybody I know. else. I know. 
busy running into the stalactites. Yeah. Would it have been easier for him to go outside of his Dinobot mode to walk around, or would it have just? I don't bad? know. I was going to say, mode. I I think he's okay. actually taller in his humanoid form because yeah, it's a little bit he's different. Standing more upright than yeah. he is as a T Rex. That natural, helpful hunch. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Just comes in handy sometimes. Mm-hmm. When I get old, that's what I'm going to call my hunch. <laughs> It's a helpful hunch. <laughs> they just, they'll basically get wiped out by something that shows up right the heck out of nowhere. I know. Mm-hmm. And then Russell and Fix-It at the entrance. Russell being left to essentially babysit Fix-It. Yeah. And I love that they very much established, it's not you I'm worried about, it's him. Yeah. <laughs> so we need you to take care of him. Yeah, I liked that too. I, I generally like the whole storyline for both of the human characters in this episode. I really liked Russell's storyline. I really liked Denny's storyline. And I really liked that ultimately it was about the fact that they have really bonded now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I loved in the beginning when they were having the conversation about when when Fix-It and Denny and B had gone off to search for Energon in the beginning. And I loved the the quote where uh, Denny was worrying about how he's missed out on Russell's childhood years and he's growing up (laughs) so fast. Scientifically, statistically, and genetically, he will always be your son. Exactly. Yeah. He's super cute. I know. Fix it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So there was just there was just some really nice interaction between between Denny and Russell, and also between them and and Fix It. Mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're a great little trio. They are. Yeah. Great taste. They taste great together. (laughs) Look at that. Yeah. I thought it was really cute that Fix It got bot bumps. I know. He's so comfortable with the cave that he's like, I have bot pumps. And I was like, I don't. That's adorable. <laughs> no, Can you do that? Uh, the, I, was, I was babysitting at the same time I was watching this episode. So uh, there was a kid next to me. He goes, bots don't get bumps. And I was like, in my brain, I was like, wait. No. And I was like, oh, wait, no. They were getting, she, uh, Strongarm was getting mm. hives, yeah. essentially. Yeah. In, what was that, episode five or six? Or it was a while like back. Yeah. So I was like, okay, yeah. And I explained that to the kid. And obviously he was like. No, yeah, my dad. <laughs> you don't understand. Sorry, you know, you know nothing, John Snow. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, just while we're on the topic, you're okay over there. Okay. She's not okay. This is not the Game of Thrones after show, so we're staying away from that. You were saying. I was just going to bring up that since we were talking about the humans, a yellow bumblebee 32 in the chat says, uh, anyone else feel that these are the strongest written human characters in Transformers? And I have to say, oh, I disagree. I, Prime. I, yeah, I was going to say Prime humans for me were mostly strongly written. I No, I agree that the, that the Prime humans were also extremely strongly written. I'm just saying that I think they have continued yes. to yes. write yes. very strong, interesting human characters yes. through this show mm-hmm. as well. And I I like that we're seeing because I feel like the adults in Prime, a lot of them were kind of military personnel, and it's kind of nice mm-hmm. to see, with, with well, the exception of Jack's mom, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but I, I like seeing, you know, just like yeah. Denny being a regular kind of dad. Like it's fun. Yeah, he's a dorky dad. Yeah, dorky yeah. dad in the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, hey, man, I love the Hawaiian shirt. I yeah, like I like that his story was actually relatable. Yeah, to totally. Because yeah. usually it's him weaving some tall tale, and everyone buys it, and it's just like. You're not that good an actor, and that's why we've relied on this fan club theory for so long. Yeah. But I love that it was just, I know the caves. I am super lost. (laughs) It was pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. So we finally get an idea on our con. Night Strike. Yeah, man. I know. Cool name. Cool bot. Loved it. it. (laughs) And look at the backs of the wings were what got it for me. Just the patterns. Yeah. So cool. Looked really good. 
Bentley, he paralyzes his foe with a sonic scream that, oh, wow, I did not write this word for word. <laughs> and I nearly dictated something that's not error appropriate. Oh, all right. But it affects oh. the fear okay. center of the robot brain. And yes. makes them live their worst nightmares. Yeah. It was kind of. And he, then sucks on their energy. Like it's a vampire bat. Yeah. Yeah, he's a vampire much. bat. Yeah. He's a vampire bat with, uh, with, uh, Scarecrow abilities. Yeah, I, was like, okay. I do love that he yeah. was just so classy about it. One does what one must to get the energy mm-hmm. one needs to survive. Yeah. Thank you, Tom Kenny. Yeah. yeah. Evidently, it's Tom Kenny. You don't really think of that when you hear that voice. Yeah. You think of SpongeBob or Starscream. Yeah. yeah. Usually SpongeBob for me. Usually, yeah. I was going to say mostly SpongeBob. Uh, <laughs> he's a Starscream and animated, mm. and you can kind of hear the SpongeBob oh, in that dear. because animated Starscream is also very much Gen Y. Starscream? They're very, oh, very similar. Nice. That makes more sense now. And so we're just listening to that like, yeah, that's Spongebob doing that voice. <laughs> this is, uh, See, I can't, I, can't, I can't mix Spongebob and Transformers. That's just weird for me. It's just, just Starbob Scream Pants. No, don't do it. <laughs> Starbob Scream Pants. I, my friend drew a fan art of Spongebob no. Starscream and it was amazing. <laughs> I have to show you. No. Starbob Scream Pants. <laughs> No. Remind no. me, I'll put it on Twitter. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, so we get to see everyone's worst nightmares. And yes. this, yeah. I called a few of these, like, Bees was the destruction of Crown City yeah. and Optimus yes. showing up to be the ultimate disappointed oh, dad. I know. I came back from the dead to tell you that you suck. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, initially. Not mad, I'm just incredibly we disappointed. disappointed. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's true. There was no anger. It was just, I am disappointed in you, Bumblebee. You are not ready for command. You are not capable of leading. (laughs) I wrote it it down because I wrote it all in caps because it's Optimus Prime. But it was just like... And the way Dang. the way that it was kind of set up reminded me of the Lion King, except yes! the message was not possible. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like you fail. You can't do this. Well, You're Optimus done. showing up in the series has always been yeah, very Mufasa, Mufasa remember who mm-hmm. you are mm-hmm. and involving reflective surfaces. Yeah. So, which is honestly why you spend most of the first episode going, he is hallucinating. Mm-hmm. He is not all up there. And again, I wish they'd played with that for much longer, but whatever. <laughs> That's bees. Strong Arms is being potentially wrongfully pursued by I cops knew, and being a disgrace yeah. to the four. I knew yeah. that was going to be her like worst nightmare was like the cops like saying that she did something really terrible and mm-hmm. they have to bring her in. Yeah. I was like, oh. Oh my god. <laughs> You're a disgrace to the core. I'm just noticing a theme. It's like, yes. you failed me yet yep. again, Bumblebee. And, <laughs> like, and yeah, I'm just her just failing the force. Yeah. yeah. Sideswipe's worst fear is the 405. Yeah. That was <laughs> literally <laughs> what I wrote down. I was like, Sideswipe's worst fear yeah. is being stuck in traffic on the 405 during rush hour. Yeah. When, that, when that came up, I was like, I relate. <laughs> I'll see you right now. And people, then it just kept getting smaller, and I was like, no, no I don't like this. No, I no, love I like the this. execution of this, mm-hmm. because they went on the other side of the fourth wall to show the sphere. And Megan pointed out, it's claustrophobia. It is. Yeah, it is, it is yeah. claustrophobia. Really bad claustrophobia. Yeah. And the fact that they were making the frame smaller, and I, I just... Yeah. That was I want to so see the storyboarding for this. Yeah, I want to know who came great. up with that idea, because also, it's so well executed. For people in the chat and who are watching, the 405 is just a highway that's literally just a parking lot. Yeah, it's not... We're not over-exaggerating. It's actually very true. It's not a freeway. It's a parking lot. (laughs) 
that sometimes they let you exit after hours and hours and hours of sitting there. <laughs> occasionally, it's under construction, and that's a special no, no, no. kind of... Occasionally? I think it's always, always. under construction. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about straight-up Carmageddon. Yeah. Oh, I was on the was... road during Carmageddon. Really? That was bad. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I was coming back from Gallifrey, and I got stuck in it. I feel oh. like you have a story later. Not now, that was but essentially I'm very it. About I was coming back from Gallifrey and I got stuck in Carmageddon, and that was and it's not fun. cool. It might sound cool, but it really is not. <laughs> yeah, it's basically that first you know ten seconds of Sideswipe's nightmare is just being stuck in unmoving, angry cars. That's what it is. I've seen people who've gone to uh, Carmageddon and actually like bring a grill and like actually like cook out on the freeway. <laughs> I was like, this is ridiculous. I was like, Do I have a hot dog? Like, <laughs> so, yeah. I just want to point out, Beast Wars fan says that Sideswipe shouldn't come to Toronto. <laughs> oh, <no>. Apparently, <laughs> shouldn't come to LA either, yeah. or DC, or Boston, or, or New York. Yeah. Anything that's like me- Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. No major metropolitan cities yeah, for Sideswipe, no. except gonna... for Crown City, which doesn't seem to have. Ter- Rapping <laughs> at all. <laughs> you just kind of Kanye shrug it out here. It's the best you can do. Oh, yep. <laughs> fix it. Kill me. Oh, fix it. Oh, make me so sad. We don't have context yet. No. We still mm-hmm. don't have fix it's backstory. It's and we me. have, and I wrote it down, some big deep voice saying outmoded, outdated, unreliable, uh, obsolete. Did anybody get a Wally feel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little yeah, bit. That's what I was little, getting. Wally, a little bit. Brave Little Toaster. Yeah. That really... Oh, that's oh, a Side note, I have not seen all of Brave Little Toaster because oh, it was too much. It's very emotional. Yeah, too much. kids movie, it'll mess you up. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah the giant hand's just pushing him back, oh, shoving him toward me. the dump, and it's like, that's that's where you stay. Also, I don't know if anyone's seen Inside Out. There's... Uh, yes. Yeah, that's also another oh, scene. The, mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even think of the... Oh, yeah, oh, that was the first no. thing. I'm not going to ruin the scene for you because so it's very important, but if you see Inside Out, you will yep. relate. It's... Yep. It, oh, it oh, just... My. It, I just it, tugged it at my heartstrings. Yeah, no, it rips out your <laughs> heartstrings and just goes... Ah. We don't have context for this. We don't know what Fixed's backstory is. We know that something happened to him mm-hmm. to make him the way he is now. Yeah. We don't know if it happened before or after the Alchemor. Mm-hmm. We don't know if the council shoved him on the Alchemor because he was broken. Right. That's yeah. right. I be that was my prediction. And that would definitely feed into this, is mm-hmm. yes. just getting rid of him. And him just trying to protest and not being able to spit it out. It's like, oh, oh my mm-hmm. god. This is just... <laughs> yeah. That was... That hurt. That, that, was, that was prime style yeah. string destruction. Yeah. I, I'm losing words. That's how bad it was. Ugh, yeah. And then we finish with Grimlocks where yep. he's terrified of the same so tiny kitty. So kitty. adorable. Was, I was like, wow. It was good that that was last. We needed <laughs> that levity because we had to come off of that to go back into the real world yeah. and our chase scene with Night Strike. Yeah. Oh my God. God, yeah, you can't crazy. end on fix-its. No. So it's just, nope. Oh. Nope. No. No. Nope. You need that lighthearted humor. Okay. Yeah. Not to belittle his... Fear, no, but. not at all. But I, but I mean, especially as we've established with the tone of this show versus Prime, this is a more lighthearted show. Yes, Prime would have ended on Fix. <laughs> <laughs> Prime 
and then like, like next episode deal with it. and we'll also everybody like we're ending this episode here and then the next episode you get to deal with the ramifications of that and the next episode after that you get to deal with the ramifications you know exactly which ones I'm talking about yeah, mm-hmm. don't, yeah. I don't want to think about it <laughs> no. yeah let's just focus on the now yeah little kitty is chasing up Grimlock up a yep. tree <laughs> yeah. I like <laughs> yes. speaking of focusing on that. the now let's talk about iTunes because the podcast <laughs> one survey is over thanks to everyone who took that but we don't need to talk about that anymore <laughs> this is not the survey you're looking for oh my word <laughs> Thank you so much to everyone who has listened on iTunes, subscribed, rated, reviewed, all of that fun stuff. We love, love, love getting your reviews. Occasionally, we run contests based on them, as you would have noticed last week. So, Mm -hmm. awesome. And, yeah, if you guys like what we're doing, if you like us sitting here and talking about giant robots for the better part of an hour. Yep. Subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on YouTube, leave comments, rate us, give us five stars because you love us. Mm -hmm. You love us, right? Of course you do. I'm going to take that for granted. <laughs> because it lets our bosses know that, hey, these people are doing a good job, and we would like for them to continue to talk about giant robots in the future. So your feedback helps us stick around here and talk about Autobots and Decepticons and make horrible jokes about Autobots who may not have survived. <laughs> Until this series. That is true. <laughs> I'm not a good person. Yeah. We do have a, a new review from June 22nd. Oh, yeah, you want to hear it? It's no, really no, nice. No, it's no, by no. Fuzzy Pink Bumblebee. Oh, I love your name. And Fuzzy Pink Bumblebee says, it's really awesome to find more female fans of this Transformers show yes. being the same myself. It's also really nice how you guys are generally very positive about the episodes, never getting unnecessarily angry over small details. Plus, I find you all to be all caps very funny. <laughs> yes, but looks aren't everything. <laughs> Seriously, I always <laughs> laugh uh, more than once watching your guys' after show. Keep up the good work, guys, and I'm excited to see what you all think of future Robots in Disguise episodes. I await your tears and the inevitable fear that sets in. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't like this. <laughs> well, that's ready. gonna be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go home and cry now. Uh, I'm trying to hold it back right now. Yeah. So thank you, uh, Fuzzy Pink Bumblebee. And also thank you, uh, Cute Bunny 8604, who keeps saying really nice stuff about us in the chat roll. Thank you. I can't see you, but I love you. We like you and we appreciate you watching our show and saying nice (laughs) things about us. So let's love. go ahead and finish up with the uh, Benny Hill of Decepticon. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm so glad I wasn't the only one that felt that way. <laughs> I just We needed to cue up the theme, but it was actually pretty well staged is mm-hmm. not the right word, but really good action, really right. good. Again, I would have loved to have seen the storyboards for this. But Russell shows up and is kind of gesturing to Denny, like, keep him talking, keep him talking. <laughs> and Denny going, we have a rescue party looking for us right now. Well, I doubt that, but, you know, I'll go prepare just in case. Like, oh, you're such a classy vampire yeah. waiting for guests. He um, is, we'll though. people out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's very much the Vlad Dracula classy vampire voice, mm-hmm. and yes. that's super interesting. I liked it. I thought it was a great choice for the vocal direction on this yeah. character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't think of Tom Kenny, but there no. you go. Yeah. And so we have Russell chipping away at the cocoons with a... Cocoon? Is that the right? The sludge. With a rock. Yeah, 
kind of call it a cocoon of sorts. Yeah, cocoon. Yeah. It's like alien. Yeah. yeah. It's like alien. Yeah, I didn't think about that. It was all very horror movie, and that was pretty I great. I loved it. I mean, we kind of we kind of passed over, but when they were starting to disappear off the comm, yes. I was like, this is a horror movie trope. Like, it totally it was. was. Great. I was like, yes. oh, what's going to happen next? Yeah. <laughs> I did like, though, that when they were disappearing, this is just going back to that same scene, how, uh, how Russell was so convinced that his dad was fine. Yeah. yeah. I liked that. As I say, you know, I really enjoyed all of the, all the Russell Denny stuff in this episode, but mm-hmm. I really liked that Russell was very convinced in that, you know, his dad was going to pull through. And also that when they were all in the cave with the cocooned bots that, you know, Ru- Russell and Denny had to be the heroes. They played off of each other so yeah, well. Yeah, they did. Uh, so well funny. I feel like their teamwork has just gotten so much better. Oh, yeah. I mean, yes. obviously our, our our dream team over here is obviously mm-hmm. still having some problems. <laughs> but I like that the humans are still, yeah. they, they're yeah. always on the same level, even though, you know, yep. we yeah. saw from the first episode that the relationship was kind of rocky. All they need is two words and they know what to do next. <laughs> <laughs> Just going back and forth, and <laughs> one of them chipping away while the other one distracts the giant yep. bat, and then Russell leading him back, and then he just going, shift change! Ah! Back and that was but, my favorite moment. Oh I my think. god, I laughed oh. so oh. hard. Oh. oh. Yellow Bumblebee happened? 32 says, are the cocoons made of uh, bat guano? Ah. Uh. Uh. <laughs> like, ew, gross. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw Ace Ventura theory. recently, so I was like, ah. <laughs> I don't one other <laughs> thing that we got in this um, sequence was, you know, the last little bit of Legion of Spiders down there. Yeah. And B setting him free and saying, look, I know we're enemies, but you gotta help the humans. They're not involved with this. And they're kind of the reason that we're all getting out in the first place. Yeah. And he, you know, has a slight change of heart and throws a bucket of paint. I know. And, just like, <laughs> and it just perfectly just... Right across the eyes. That was yeah. awesome. <laughs> I, I like that, that, uh, yeah. that the little bot, Righty, is what he's referred righty. to. Because uh, he, uh, he's the arm. Yeah, he's oh, the arm. Okay. Yeah, that Righty. Makes more sense. Um, no, I, I loved that, that Righty. You know, I felt that the amount of assistance that Righty provided was... The right amount. The right amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to be punny there. Sorry, Megan. <laughs> no, that was beautiful. And yeah, I think you're right. Because, mm. yeah. We think you're correct. No, she's, she's right. Mm-hmm. She's Always. Right. And Alexis is just like, God, why? Yep. I'm okay. <laughs> he obviously wouldn't throw in completely with the Autobot. No, but, you know, I owe you one for getting me out of here intact. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was pretty great. I'm still laughing over shift change. Yeah! yeah. Oh, that was so great. Best part. Shift change. <laughs> and then I want to try that at work out. one day. You should. Yeah. Just don't throw anything fragile in the air. <laughs> throw like a binder in the air. Shift change. No one's going to catch it, but I'll feel good for a second. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sure that'll go over super <laughs> well. Super duper well. I think yeah. it'd be great. And then they all turn off their audio receptors. They beat the daylights out of that I'm sorry. Yep. What? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you knew that gag was coming. Of course. Yes, it was so telegraphed. Yeah. I really wanted all of them to say it, but I was just happy that Grimlock did it. I thought it would be Grim. I was yeah. going to say, I thought I, I really liked that it was just Grim because yeah. it could have been cheesy and out of control if it was everybody else. But since it was just Grim, who we have established previously in this episode yeah. and in previous episodes, doesn't always remember what the plan is. Oh my God, strong arm. Okay. <laughs> it was a prank. Yeah, it made perfect sense, and yes. and it was a genius. 
genius idea to all turn off their audio receptors because it was a sonar attack yeah. that Night Strike was using to, you know, paralyze and, and capture them all. So. And also, how bad a was that pan of them when he, like, was yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so cool. I was just like, yeah, they can't do anything wrong. <laughs> then it came back around from Denny saying, he's just giving me a headache. I wish I had earplugs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, there's a thought. Totally. <laughs> and we also come back around at the end with, you're right, Russell, you don't get scared. Now it's terrified. Yeah. <laughs> And just that I was afraid of losing you. Oh, she was like, that that reverse Mufasa. It was such a great little sentimental uh, moment. That is the reverse Mufasa. It was. It was. I wrote my note on that was just all caps cuteness in the end. <laughs> I couldn't oh, remember what going. Well, I'm not afraid of cat. Yes. yes. <laughs> this episode was really, really good at bookending things. Yes. It was. Yeah, yes. I felt that it was a very uh, solid episode from beginning to end. There was a nice story arc and we had yeah. nice callbacks in the end from the beginning of the episode. Yes. Yeah. Very tightly written, very well executed. Yeah. This episode was just good. Yeah. yeah. And I'm still kind of going, tell me more about Fix It. Tell me more about <laughs> it. Which is why yeah. I bring that yes. up. Uh, DBC uh, King 02 says, I think Fix, fix It is Unicron reincarnated. <laughs> And I was like, whoa, whoa. we're getting to something totally different now. Yikes. Oh, whoa, whoa. whoa. I am Unicron. <laughs> oh, no. Something has well, happened. And there's also the fact that we kind of took care of that. Uh, plus, given timelines, the Alchemore was probably floating around before the end of the war. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's not really a way to do that, given what we've seen mm. from Unicron. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think retreading back to Unicron, for one, if they don't want to do any direct references to Prime, there's almost no way to bring Unicron up without being, and then this happened, and then there was this, yeah. and then season yeah. one, and totally can't. Yeah. So as fun a theory as that is, I think it's just that. I don't think it's going to have any actual bearing on what goes down. Yeah, we're kind of into predictions, aren't we? Yes. Yes. Can we? Can we get the predictions roll? Can we get the laser light show? I love the laser light show. It's my favorite. I love the light show. <laughs> and everyone who listens on iTunes is like, "What, what? the heck are you talking?" That's why you should go <laughs> hang out on the YouTube yeah. video on the YouTube. Watch all our pretty faces. See all our creative shirts and our dumb remarks. Yeah, yeah. we have some pretty awesome shirts. We have some. I know we do. I feel like I need to like. Go, go I need to yeah like. Go move my laptop. Okay. So I have on this real nice uh, Transformers, like, 80s, like, purple situation shirt. I got it at Amazing Las Vegas Comic Con, which is where I was last weekend, and that's why I was not here. Yes, that was her uh, special mission with Meredith Prime. Yes. 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 (laughs) With Meredith Prime. You know she is. She totally is. You know she is. No, she's... Yeah, I'm, I'm like the bumblebee to her Optimus Prime. You kind of are. Oh my god, you kind of are. Wow. <laughs> I'm having a Grimlock moment. We're like, oh. <laughs> uh, and then Alexis has a good shirt on too. I love this shirt. This came from the Loot Crate. Uh, to, uh, Cyber. Cyber. Yeah. And it's literally just Tron, but Optimus Prime. Yeah. Nice. I wait. Michelle's you... rocking some classics. Heck in yeah. I am rocking the Darkwing Duck. It says, "I am the terror that flaps in the night." On the back, this was donated to me by a friend in college. Amazing. And I'm yes. keeping it for forever. Yes. yes. And I went to T Public and got this lovely Five, five Nights at Freddy's shirt. Because <laughs> I get love it. Nope o'clock, fifth night. <laughs> yeah. I, I just it. say nope o'clock all the time. I know. <laughs> me too. And so I saw that and I went, I have to do it. It's everything I 
PSA and the game mm-hmm. that traumatized me oh. for months. Yeah. <laughs> Which she is now putting me through. Mm. Oh, no. well, yeah, but we can't do it right oh, now because no. you can hear those screams Don't through the it. whole apartment and it'll terrify the cat. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> that is your only reprieve from Five Nights at Freddy's is the fact that we have a very skittish cat. We are super <laughs> off topic. We're we talking about predictions. Yes. yes. Um, Sorry. Definitely what we were talking about earlier with Fix It was that the fact that it was like a Wally kind of moment that yeah. they were just throwing him on the ship because he was out out of date. That's what I was getting from. Outmoded, yeah. outdated, yeah. unreliable, obsolete. So uh-huh. you go out to the furthest reaches of the galaxy yeah. with literally nobody to keep you company and a whole bunch of uh, criminals where if you ever have a yeah. mechanical failure, you're screwed. Yeah. yeah. Have fun with that. Yeah, the reason I, I thought of that was because uh, I, I don't know anybody who watches uh, the CW, uh, the 100 show, but that's pretty much what they did with their prisoners. They were like, right. well, we can't, we don't know if Earth is inhabitable, so we'll just throw some we'll prisoners, just throw some on, prisoners. Yep. on Earth. Is that where the people came from? Yeah. Yep. So they treated the whole of Earth like Australia. Pretty much. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Space Australia. It yeah. is Space Australia. And <laughs> it is. It's totally Space Australia. But no, I think that's a really good theory, Alexis, I that, know. you know, that's the, oh, that something to do with Fix It's past is why he ended up being the sort of prisoner supervisor, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. on Malcolmore in the first place. Yep. And I still want to know what happened to him and what the timeline was for that. Because if it was before the end of the war, then it was probably also before Cybertron went down. Yeah. So that is a long, long time ago, and that's a long time to be drifting in space. Mm-hmm. And again, I think that's the reason, because again, we've never heard of Nuance City, we've never heard of Underbite, we've never heard of anyone who's in here, despite right. the fact that they all have supposedly big names. Mm-hmm. True. Because the Thunderhoof and Underbite should have come up. Steeljaw, yeah. we don't know why he was... We don't know anything about Steeljaw. Yep. No. Nope. And I don't know that we ever will. To I know. be completely I honest, not. I'm okay with not knowing. Really? I would like to know. But that's just me being a knowledge sponge and wants to know oh, everything. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I would like to know. It would be fun. But honestly, he's strong enough without it. No, I completely agree with you. That's just me being nitpicky. <laughs> and I do want to see more con team up because, yes. holy cow. Yeah, I'm still not over how stupidly good that episode was. Yeah, that, oh, was, so good. that was my favorite episode. Mm, so far. So far. <laughs> so far. Yeah, I think, well, I think that's the case for most of us, that that episode just blew all of us away. It did. And it's what we all kind of wanted, too, was just seeing that giant battle and team up. And then, obviously, we're going to get more of that as time goes on. Yeah, I think we are, too. First glimpse. And it was like, yes, this is what we need. Yes. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And then we don't know what's going on with Optimus either. Because the implication is that uh, we we thought that the prison ship was going to be the big focus, but. It's entirely possible that's just a distraction tactic. Mm-hmm. Yep. We don't know what he's training for. We don't know what the primes can see or if they're just screwing with everyone. Yep. We don't know if the Alchemore was brought down on purpose. Yeah. And by whom. Yep. 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 Again, so, <laughs> Earth, Australia. <laughs> prediction, though, do we do we all predict that uh, Optimus will be making an appearance this season? Oh, yeah. I think by the last couple of episodes, yes. Yeah. I think we are going to have that in. I'm sure we'll have at least a two or three parter for the end. Of course. Mm-hmm. And I am sure that Optimus will show up. Yeah. yeah. That is Chekhov's Jesus. I just wanted to pick your brain, see what yeah. you guys thought. I'm, I am totally with that. I honestly yep. think he will. I would like to think that he would because yeah, that would be super fun. Yeah. And you don't lay the... 
It's the team that did Prime. They yeah. don't lay the groundwork for anything. And yeah. then just, whoop, we're down I would be bottom. a little surprised yeah. if he didn't at all. In some capacity. I mean, yeah. I didn't know if the writers were going to keep poking the bear and like go, ha ha, no, he's not showing up. And you're like, ha, mm. ah, Here's a little bit more optimist. We're done now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, we got some optimist this episode. If he, yeah. he was hallucinatory. <laughs> yes, he was. He was but so we got the episode. And I again, it. He was hallucinatory in the season premiere as well. Like, totally. He's often hallucinatory. And yes. in the opening titles, he's just in space. <laughs> space Jesus. Yep. <laughs> I'll take it. That's, it yeah. yeah. That's it. You, I, were you saying something? No, I was just going to say that if, you, if we don't actually physically see Optimus, we will get more of a sense yes. of what's going on with him, I think, by the end of the season. Because, as you mentioned, Katie... There's there's a really smart team behind this. These are oh, not yeah. just yeah. people who are writing one-off, episodic, yeah. you, you know, I hate to say, like, run-of-the-mill kids fodder. No, this um, was not no. a team for Armada. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> the lowest of bars, but nonetheless. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think that, uh, that it, even if we don't physically see Optimus, we will have a better sense of... Yes. What is happening in yes. his life or lack thereof? How is yes. his training yeah. with King Kai? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Uh, so, does anyone have any last thoughts on this episode before we wrap? No, I just can't wait to see your faces for next week. More, <laughs> more kittens, more kittens, always. And more kittens. Always. <laughs> yep. I I would be up for more kittens. I would be up for more pretty much everything. I would be up for more backstory. Yay! Yes! <laughs> say that's something that I haven't let go of at all. Anyway, <laughs> Alexis, where can the people find you? You can find me all over the interwebs as atorres890. You can also, if you love this face, you can see me for Geek Nerd Tech on our sister network, BlackHollywoodLive.com. I talk about video games and pop culture and things. I'm Emma Fife. You can find me on Twitter at Emma Fife. You can see me on a couple shows here at AfterBuzzTV.com, Sailor Moon Crystal. This show, uh, returning in uh, on July 28th, it will be Face Off. Alexis is on that show, too. That was where our beautiful friendship began. I'm also on uh, the Popcorn Talk. You can watch me on the Cosplay Coach on Wednesdays at 4 o'clock p.m. And uh, if you're going to be at Anime Expo this weekend or this next weekend... Hang out with me. I'm going to be there doing uh, press coverage for AfterBuzz along with uh, Miss Katie. Nice. <laughs> I'm Michelle Cullen. You can find me on the Twitter at Michelle underscore Cullen. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. You can also find me on Snapchat at Kia Prime. I am on the Red vs. Blue after show. We have an episode tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Pacific, so tune in. We're going to have interviews. It will be a glorious thing. I will also be at Anime Expo with the Emma this weekend. (laughs) And I will be at San Diego Comic Con next weekend because I am not busy enough. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for watching. You know we love to have you. And as always, transform and roll out! From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 